Hey guys. <laughs> I was just I was just sitting here. I was just thinking how I feel like we've progressively <laughs> like I'm glad we're not shooting video. Taryn and I have progressively like gotten worse and worse <laughs> with our appearance when it comes to recording. <laughs> the two of us straight up just rolled out of bed and we are still in our pajamas. Not like just woke up and started recording. We definitely have put some thought into this podcast just to reassure you. But like in this moment, I like <laughs> Excuse me. I went to press record and I realized like we are still in our pajamas and we don't care because no. quarantine because it's Sunday today yep. and it's just the weekend. It's and the Lord's we're day. Just, <laughs> we're just not, we're not doing it today. No, nope. Our roommates woke up and we're like, what do you, what are you guys' plans today? And we were like, uh, we're just, we're going to record. Maybe clean. Maybe do Maybe a leg yeah. I might do my nails and that's, that's, about that's it. it today. <laughs> It's, but yeah, I could choose to be highly offended by no. your statements, but I also know exactly what I look like. No, so. It's funny because I feel like at the beginning of, of all of this, I was like, I'm a, I might wear comfy clothes, but I'm still going to get ready. I'm still going to do all this. And mm-hmm. I do, I do guys. But then I have a random day like this where I'm just like, I, I don't even, I haven't even brushed my hair. I haven't brushed my I'm teeth. still in my pajamas. Yeah. Sipping my coffee. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I, I couldn't be happier. You know what, Ash? Someday, <laughs> two lucky men <laughs> are going to wake up to, to these, these faces. These faces. <laughs> these faces. These hot, <laughs> unfiltered. Still Don't got care. Still got lines from the pillow on your <laughs> on your cheek. So hot. Imprinted on your face. I'm so hot. <laughs> I don't know what it is about when we record, but um, something about being in the small room because of because again, if, if you guys are just jumping in um, during this whole uh, quarantine season, we have ended up recording our podcast in my sister's closet. Yep. Um, it's the roomiest of all the closets in, in <laughs> our place. And uh, we have to like put blankets down and pillows everywhere to kind of like keep it from echoing. And I think the dogs think of it as like snuggle nap time. Oh, because every time we come in here, all three dogs follow us and take a nap. Like yeah. all three of them are laying down right now, eyes closed, just degaff, just just I so know. comfy and happy. Well, it is. I mean, it's. I'm sure it's like soothing because it's just like us talking. The room's like voices. dimly lit, mm-hmm. and they get to just like snuggle with us, and we're mm-hmm. not moving at all. You yeah. know, I think they love it. I think I they're thriving. It. It's so funny. It's so cute. Yeah. Oh no! Now my oh mom's my calling me. <laughs> You have to oh answer because I answered. Cause she, she would know. Mom, I'm recording a podcast. Can I call oh, you back? Said, Sorry. Okay, bye. <laughs> My mom goes, so she obviously called last week. Right. And then um, a few days later, I text her saying like, oh my gosh, wait, like, I don't know what's going on. I asked her a question about something. She was like. Taryn, that's why I kept calling you. And I was like, you didn't call me. She's like, it's literally on your podcast. <laughs> and I couldn't proof. argue with it at all. I was yeah. like, yeah, you're right. Oh my God, that's so funny. How have you been, Taryn? I just, oh, also, we just hit 50 days of oh, yeah. self-quarantine. Remember how we said we were going to do something? I don't want For to. For 50? I'm I tired. don't want to. I'm too tired. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this is 50 days of quarantine. We were like, oh, we should celebrate 50. Yeah. We should go on like a long drive or like yeah. we should bake something. <laughs> we had yeah. all these great plans and intentions and uh, just, 50 came and we're just like, yep. yeah. Yeah. It feels like too much work. Well, we freaking got out of the house yesterday. We did, guys. It was so cool. So, um... I'm sure many of you, if you follow us on our personal accounts, which you should. Hello. Because we're cool. Yeah. Um, My sister-in-law and brother are pregnant, mm-hmm. expecting the first grandbaby in our family. Very pregnant, Our too. immediate family. Yeah, she's, like, ready to pop. And we were texting the other day, and she was like, I'm so heartbroken because I didn't do maternity photos. Yeah. And like my heart literally sank because yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I just can't believe all the th- people who are not going to prom, not graduating, not doing like all these things that I think, again, I think we take so much stuff for granted They're in huge life. huge milestones. Like I never had to wonder like, am I going to get to go to a dance or like, am I going to get to walk down like in a ceremony and graduate like that was like oh it's just an expected thing so um anyway so she told me that and I was like this is no no like yeah you're weeks from giving birth like we're gonna make this happen so I talked to Ash and I'm like okay how can we do this but like being safe obviously so we ended up telling her like okay we're gonna do a photo shoot we found this like super remote basically like hills of flowers and like (laughs) cactus and like cute stuff and then um we drove out there and ash took some beautiful pictures it was so pretty it was really hot but it was the most refreshing yeah it was it was great because like obviously taryn has visited her family yeah um during this time that's like the only place she's gone to during quarantine um so we were like you know what if they have it, I would have it by now yeah. because yeah. you go back and forth. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I feel safe with them. Um, yeah. We'll wear our masks, of course. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll we'll take all the precautions necessary. Um, but, yeah, it felt so good to see people. I know. <laughs> to see other people. Like, I mean, I'll love you. But I was like, girl, I'm not someone <laughs> other than my roommate. Yeah. Like, just made me so happy. And, um, like, you know, having conversations. Yeah. With other people was just like life-giving and I had no idea how much I needed it yeah I was like we left yesterday and I was like I feel great <laughs> yeah no it <laughs> is so good it is so refreshing it was funny I was telling Ashley I'm like I if it's like I trust my family right yeah. like I know that they're not going anywhere like my dad is still having to take care of my grandma who's elderly and yeah. so and um, Vanessa's so pregnant and Vanessa's pregnant so my family is on uber like lockdown like yeah. protect the fam mode so that's the only reason like I even trust going over there because I'm taking this seriously too like yeah. I don't want to get sick and then get you guys sick so it's like it's funny but I was telling Ash I'm like if I had a family that was just like going to Not the beach caring. and like doing all this stuff like all these other people I'd be like I'll see you in a couple months like <laughs> yeah. you, you guys I love you from far away <laughs> yeah yeah but anyway so like we went out yesterday and it was so refreshing but one of the things I didn't realize because me and Ash one of the things we bonded over is our horrible allergies it's so bad guys. and I didn't think about the fact that like I've been inside like not exposed to nature for 50 days now. Which is a a person with allergies dream is to like live in air conditioned. (laughs) I'm dealing with like pet allergies because of like our new dog in the house, Rosie. Ro-ro. Just the cutest. He's knocked Um, out right now. 
but I haven't, my main allergy is usually from like outside. So we like five steps into like walking in this hill. I was like, oh my God, my throat, my nose, like yeah. instantly felt it. And I think my body was just so used to not having to deal with it yeah. that it hit me so hard. Also, like, like just dying. to clarify, um, if you live in Southern California, th- these aren't like pretty flowers like they're pretty but yeah, they're, but they're, they're actually like weeds, weeds. Yeah, 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 yeah and um I'm I don't know about Taryn I'm assuming she's the same like I'm way more allergic to weed and yeah. specifically ragweed out here yep. than like actual plants yeah even though I'm allergic to those two <laughs> um so not only were we walking by them we were in them yeah like, especially because you. you you can picture like we're in a field of flowers, of course. They're like mom to bees standing in the middle yeah. of the flowers. So that means like me and Taryn are also standing yeah. in the middle of the flowers. And it was also really hot. There was bees. There were bees everywhere. And we had so much fun. But like at the same time, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm going to start sneezing. And I had, I like last night, I had to grab, I didn't, this is a real note. We don't have Kleenex in the house. And I'm not going to go out and get some. Yeah. So I've just been using toilet paper. And I had to bring the roll of toilet paper to uh-huh. bed because I kept having to blow my nose and sneeze because I had so much pollen yeah (laughs) in my system and dirt I need to like take like a hot 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 shower and just like steam it out but yeah okay but like real thought that when you first started like coughing and being like my throat feels it immediately I was like corona my god I always have to remind myself because like I'll go to say for instance if I like go to get coffee and come back and then I'll, I'll cough and I'm like, oh my God, I caught Corona. And I'm like, Taryn, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> like <laughs> you don't just like catch it and immediately you're like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So man, that's hilarious. I calm, I calmed myself down. But anyways, hi guys. Hello. <laughs> I feel like we've just been talking to each other. Well, <laughs> I, feel I mean, like that's, that's what we do, but like essential core of anyways, our podcast. That's true. Oh my gosh. Um, I feel like we're getting close to like our supposed release date which I don't think is going to be our release date from this whole craziness mm-hmm. um and honestly there's like some parts of me that are going to miss <laughs> like just being home and like being able to focus on like certain things that I didn't necessarily get to focus on when I had like life outside of yeah. my house but um but yeah it's it's going to be interesting over this next month and I just I think like we all just need to continue to be safe and careful um even like today I was driving and there's a farmer's market and today was the first day it was like popping and I was like okay guys I know we're getting excited because things are getting better but I think we all need to like still be still be focused yeah it's really hard Taryn and I had this conversation in the car yesterday about like uh with everything coming supposedly to a close on May 15th at least for out here in LA um we were talking about how is this exciting for us or is this kind of scary for us? And for me, I I sat there and kind of thought about it and I was like, I think I'm kind of scared for all of this to be over. Mm -hmm. One kind of sad because I do feel so blessed. I've had the best situation like with my roommates and all being able to like, we already work together. So honestly, it's just felt like so great being close with you guys. Yeah. Um, But I am kind of scared to like for everything to go back to normal and me still be a little scared yeah. to shake someone's hand or no, hug totally. someone or just go out to dinner. Like I'm going to look at the plates. Like, should I even eat off of this? Yeah. It is going to be interesting. There's going to be a period of time of a transition period yeah. where it's like, I don't, I'm still scared. I don't want to do something like this. Which I think like is this. good. Like, I think it's okay to, 
you know, I was like, we were talking about, I'm like, I feel like all the way through summer, I'm just going to be like extra cautious. Yeah. And I think that's okay. And honestly, I hope this does make people more aware of like, you know, when you're sick, you shouldn't just go out and be like coughing all over the place. Like you should be trying to think about other people and protecting them from whatever you have, even if it is something as simple as a cold, like hopefully this makes people like a little bit more aware I would yeah, guess, exactly. I remember we had uh when right out of high school, one of my friends who was Japanese stayed with us and she whenever she was sick would have a face mask on. And I remember just me being naive and uncultured in any way at that age. Yeah. Um being like that's weird. Like why would you why are you wearing a mask? You don't have to do that. And she was like, "No, I'm I'm doing it for, for everyone else." Yeah, no, that's I know cool. I'm sick, so I'm being like it's polite yeah. to do that. And I remember thinking that was the coolest thing yeah. I've ever heard. And then even I've been to Tokyo a couple times now and um, it was just really interesting seeing how many people like thought in regards to who they could affect instead of just themselves. Yeah. And it's such a revolutionary <laughs> mindset that we not, just now are tapping into. No, there's so many times people have like hugged me and been talking to me and then they're like, yeah, I've been so sick this whole week. And I'm, and I'm like, like, are you, you just kidding me? me? Yeah. It's so selfish. And, um, yeah, I, I'm actually excited for our, our, our country as a whole to just kind of be thinking differently. Yeah. Now. I hope so. I really do. That'd be dope. Yeah. Just from now on, forevermore. <laughs> Wear masks. Um, well, I'm super excited. I have a tearing it up. Yeah, you do. For us. Um, this one I thought was really funny, but I did think of you because it's, oh. it involves a girl and her brothers. Oh. Um, but it's it's pretty it's, it's pretty funny. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for it too. Okay, so uh, for our tearing it up today, it is titled Sleepwalking. Oh, and this is by Maggie. She starts. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. My name is Maggie. And I just wanted to say that this tearing it up will either make you guys embarrassed for me or laugh super, super hard. Oh, gosh. Oh, also, I love you both so much, by the way. And I love the sound effects, Taryn. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, dang it. I really thought that was a clap. I knew she was going to immediately start. Is it going to keep going? Pressing something. Uh, Don't. <laughs> she just pushed my hand away. Because I want to keep reading. I want to keep reading. So it all started. Move your leg. I'm not going to touch it. It all started with. <laughs> stop hitting my leg. Nancy. Okay. okay. So it all started with me asleep. And usually I sleep in just a sweatshirt and my underwear. But for some odd reason, while sleeping, I took off my sweatshirt. The next morning, I wake up without my shirt on and a pillow from the couch downstairs in my bed with me. I thought nothing of it. So I go about my day and then later the next night say to my brothers who I know stay up late playing FIFA, a soccer game on the PS4 for context. FIFA. FIFA? Mm -hmm. FIFA. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Do you know how this pillow got in my bed? My oldest brother who is 18 says, yeah, you walked down with no shirt and just your underwear on and grabbed it last night. (laughs) Then my my other brother who is 17 chimes in with, yeah, we had no idea what you were doing, but we could tell you were fast asleep. I literally looked at them with disbelief. This means I walked down the hall from my bedroom, down our stairs and walked 10 more feet to (gasps) grab a random pillow to simply walk back upstairs to my room and back to bed without even using the pillow without a shirt on. <laughs> that is my actual worst and nightmare. And that's what made me think of you. I was like, to have, like, it's one thing with sisters. 
like same gender it's, siblings, but it's a completely different and situation. And we've talked about this before because you and Alicia are super comfortable with like changing in front of each other and stuff and like it makes, that. Of course, yeah. And I, it's been, I've noticed that like I'm not as comfortable and I think it's because growing up like, you, you don't it's yeah different. it was my nightmare and I actually sleep in just my underwear too because I I get super claustrophobic but I remember like I was always paranoid about like someone walking in or anything like that oh my yeah. god that's my actual nightmare yeah it's so it's really interesting like realizing that you were taught that by how you were raised like yeah. with the people in your house it's it's really it's really cool to like think about um she continues i'm writing this the night after this tragic shirtless oh, nightmare and just found out about this only hours ago as a reminder i love your show so much and thank you so much for hopefully reading this on the podcast love you both the most maggie p.s if you read this please note that i am an only girl with three brothers and i am oh only God, 14 I that's the oh worst my age gosh, I that's feel the you. worst <laughs> age <laughs> lol thanks for allowing me to give you both and all the listeners a laugh at my awkward moment that's rough it sucks because like that's the worst age you're like mid puberty like Woof. growing and figuring everything yeah. out and then to have three other brothers in the oh, house dear God. and that's just oh my god no that's like poor my maggie you know who um slept walk a lot is brett really yeah he he's gonna kill me um I there was this. one night i don't know why i was sleeping in his room he had bunk beds and for some reason Me I was sleeping in there in room all the time. I think it was, we had like people over. So my mom gave them like my room and I slept on the bunk bed. Mm -hmm. But, um, in the middle of the night, he get, he gets up and he goes to his closet and he's just standing, staring in his closet. And I was like, Brett, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm looking for the earmuffs. And I was like, why? He's like, the baby won't stop crying. Oh. And I was like, it literally was like silent in the house. So I was like, what is happening? But yeah. I, we were like younger. So I was freaked out. And then he just walks out. So I like followed him because I was like, okay, something's weird. So then he goes in the bathroom and we had, did you have those like um, carpet toilet covers? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I never had them, but I think all my friends' families <laughs> yeah, had yeah, them. Yeah. Like on the top of the toilet seat. So he goes in the bathroom and he starts peeing on it. And I was like, Brett, like screaming. I was like, you're peeing on it. He goes, I know, Taryn. <laughs> and we were like screaming at each other. And so then... um. He finally just walked. I like ran to get my mom because I was like, he's peeing everywhere. I was like freaking out. <laughs> so I get my mom and then we come back and he's already like back in his bed asleep. And then I remember it was funny because the next day um, I tried to tell him about it and he, we got in the hugest fight. Cause he's like, you're such a liar. Yeah. And I was like, no, I swear. It's so funny. Yeah. I don't know. Tell me why. And maybe one of our listeners knows this. Um, tell me why kids. It's always kids that sleepwalk because I slept walk as a kid, too, but I haven't done it. Yeah, I don't know. Since like that age, I've never wondered why. That's true. When you get old, like adults, don't as much either. Yeah, huh. interesting. Yeah, I remember like I I like specifically even remember slightly walking downstairs. Yeah, and that's what I, trips I remember me because out. I set the alarm off. My parents, yeah. my parents had a two story well, house like with an alarm. Arm. Yeah, and I walked the upstairs. It wasn't alarmed, so we could walk around freely upstairs. But downstairs was, and I walked downstairs and set oh like gosh. tripped the alarm, and it scared me half to death. That's. I, anything where like you're blacked out or like sleepwalking where it's like your body is moving and even you're like talking or interacting but like it's not you I'm yeah like, who is it like I, I i i like very much remember walking downstairs and knowing like 
That's crazy. I didn't have control of whatever That's I was nuts, doing. dude. To be honest, I'm really terrified of having kids that sleepwalk because I that's straight out of a horror film. Like a kid waking oh, up. Oh, just waking up and a kid and standing there? And your kid just standing oh, there? I no. don't know what I would do. How I'd would like, I react? Sorry, honey. I'd probably hurt them. <laughs> Go stay with grandma and grandpa for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, okay. Should I get into my story? Yes, please. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Also, there are so many quarantine stories coming in. Um, I wish we could read them all. I know. <laughs> There's what? so many. So hopefully these are relatable to a lot of you guys. Okay. Um, so mine is titled Life Unknown. Hey, y'all, I just wanted to say how much this podcast is really helping me out with my life and dealing with issues that are serious, which I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, By the way, I'm Shay, and I'm 28 years old. Hey, Shay. Hey, Shay. Last December, I was going through a really rough time in my life, and I didn't think I was going to make it to the new year. I was struggling with suicidal thoughts, Mm -hmm. but I did. I made it through with the help of of God, my family, friends, and this podcast. I'm going to cry. I know. Girl, I just want to say, I know you said that you've come through it. And I just want to say that I know that, like, we don't personally know you, but you are precious. Mm -hmm. You are a gem. And this world needs you and whatever you're meant to do to make it a better place. So, Fight through those thoughts because you are beautiful and we need you around, girl. We do. That's all I'm, I'm going to say. Okay, she goes on. Now I'm challenged with an even bigger problem. My fiance told me about three months ago he no longer wants kids and he no longer wants to own anything in life. Oh, my God. I'm assuming that means like, you know how people will be like, oh, like I don't want, like I don't want to be materialistic, so I'm not going to like. The minimal lifestyle yeah, of, like, like, bare minimum. I don't want a nice car, a nice house. Like, I just want bare minimum, enjoy life, which, yeah. that's cool. Like, honestly, I wish I could be like that because I'm sure it brings a lot 
Clarity. less stress. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be hard if you're like, okay, but I do have goals of like, I want a big house. Like I want a family. I want whatever. It's an extreme lifestyle. It is a very extreme lifestyle. It's what it is. Yeah. Um, my heart sank and I was left with no words because it came out of left field. Our four-year anniversary is this Saturday, and even though we talked through it somewhat, I feel it's still awkward because he is not changing his mind, and I'm not changing mine. I don't know if it's because he's about to turn 30 years old and he's just scared. He tells me he doesn't know, but then turns around and tells me he had a full-blown conversation with his friends about it. I get really confused. At the end of the day, I want him to be happy with whatever decision he makes. But at the same time, I'm not ready to let my best friend go. I know y'all aren't at this stage of life yet. And I know y'all get a lot of people writing in to (laughs) y'all. I'm freaking, I'm so good at saying y'all now because you guys make us practice. Uh Um, Just wanted some unsolicited advice. Sincerely, Shay. Wow. Dude, (laughs) this is... There are certain ones that I read that I'm like, I get a little intimidated even approaching it. Yeah. Because this is like, this is a very large life decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It's not, it's not something where it's like, oh, you have all these options. Here's what I do. It's like, it's a very like, there's two options yeah. and they will both greatly impact like you and your life. Yeah. So just so you guys know to be like, we joke all the time about like, oh, we're not, we're not professional, whatever. But like, we really aren't. And even professionals would not just out, out front, just tell you what to do in your life. Mm-hmm. They help talk you through and ask questions so you can really think about it and have clarity and an answer. Yeah. So I just wanted to be very clear before we give our advice that like we're not telling you what to do, yeah. but we just want to start an open dialogue of like what we're hearing in your email, because mm-hmm. I think this decision ultimately has to be made by you sitting with yourself and like really thinking through what you want to do. Yeah. But we can definitely help with like, 100%. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm hearing. Let's that process kind of it out loud. Yeah. Um, do you want to start? Do you have thoughts? I think, yeah, sure. I think one of the first things that is is crucial is to, I think it's it's really hard, especially just like in society today, especially when there's a lot of like already horrible things going on. Um, I think it's easy to dumb this down and feel like it's not that big of a deal yeah. um, to be like, oh, he doesn't want kids. It's not that's not that big of a deal. And yeah. Oh, he, he wants a minimal lifestyle. Like there's all of those words like sound very easy and not that hard and difficult. Yeah. But I think it's really important that you realize like this is, this is a huge blow. Yeah. If you have been in a relationship with this person and have already agreed, obviously he proposed yeah. <laughs> um, to, <laughs> to have, have a, a life, life together. together. Yeah. So you have mentally created a picture based on, and uh, an understanding of you guys having a similar approach to how you wanted to mm-hmm. live that life together. Um, this is actually a really huge blow yeah. to you. And you, it sounds like you might've possibly been blindsided and didn't yeah. see this coming at all. So um, I would just take a moment and like really allow yourself to process, to that, process yeah. that. And, and hopefully no one's, you know, making you feel like it's not that big of a deal. You should, you, you know? Oh yeah. Um, I'm saying that because if for some reason this was a deal breaker for you, that's totally fine and understandable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because 
personally, it would be for me. Oh, that's like honestly one of the first. <laughs> I I have a very weird approach to dating. Um, I'm a very like all up front. Like I don't want to waste my time. So all up front, I tell guys, I'm like, okay, I want to have kids. Um, I'm not having sex till I'm married. I'm like, I, my faith is something that's really important to me. My family, something that's really important to me. And I like throw all of my personal deal breakers like out front because yeah. for me, if I'm going to date, like I have to know that it's going somewhere. Yeah. Now there are also some times where homegirl just wants attention. And so there have been times where I'm just talking to a guy and I know they're not on my level of like what I want necessarily. Um, not that I think I'm above or below, nothing like that, but just that our dreams don't align. Yeah. So then I'll talk and have fun, but it's like, I'm very clear that like, this is not going anywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's like, obviously I think people need to be upfront. If that's a dream of yours, like that is definitely a dream of mine. Well, so think about it. Think about dating apps. That's one of the first things listed is, do you want kids? Yeah. And I will, so even if the guy is ha ha hot with a capital H, which there have been guys that I've seen and I'm like, Oh mama, like, yes. And then I look and it says, don't want kids. And I'm like, frick, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, but there's a reason that all of these dating apps have yeah. that on there because it's a deal breaker. Yeah. It's that serious. So what's blowing my mind is I'm sure your fiance is a great guy, but it's like, you really didn't feel like bringing that up before. Well, it sounds like she said out of the blue. So it sounds like this, I'm, I'm guessing he's going through something right now. Yeah. Like for people don't to just like be, randomly. Yeah. Like I don't want any, I don't want to own anything in this life and I don't want kids. I'm assuming he's personally processing through something. Mm -hmm. Maybe like an old trauma is coming up. Maybe, um, his own family is going through something that he's like, Ooh, I don't know if I want a family, if that's what that is going to bring. Yeah. I get that. Um, so I would, I would definitely and this was the thing that stuck out to me. Like, we'll get to all the parts. But you mentioned, like, um, how it's been hard for you because when you try to talk to him, he's like, I don't know. But then he's like, oh, I talked to my friend about it for a long time. That is something you need to, like, really bring up to him of, like, hey, this is this is our future. It's our family or not. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So whatever's going on within you, like we have to talk about this together. Like yeah. obviously we all need to have friends that we go to and process For things sure, with, 100%. but he can't shut you out of this because this decision is very heavily a part of your life. Too. The second he proposed, he it became made this yours. your yes, problem too. I fully agree so with that. So he 100%, 100% should be processing this with you, with yes. his friends together. Like yeah, this shouldn't be a, I'm only going to talk to him before I talk to you uh -huh. kind of thing. This should be a, let's all get through this together yeah. moment. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit of a red flag for me. Yeah. I would just definitely make it a big deal and say, Hey, like, yeah. Cause people don't, you don't just flip. Do I sound extra manly today? No, maybe it's the allergies. Okay. I'm so sorry. That was random. I like <laughs> heard myself for a second. And I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so that's a big thing. I think communication is key, especially in this type of a situation. Yeah. Um, I do think in a way you are lucky that it's, I mean, you're not lucky at all that this is happening, but you guys aren't 
married yet. Yeah. So if there is a time to have these really intense conversation, like it is now. Yeah. Um, everything I read it yeah. Up before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything I've read, um, I read quite a few articles just talking about when couples disagree on having kids. It's it's just a really hard situation because yes, there is hope that someone can change their mind. Like once they, you know, get into a marriage or experience, you know, an interaction with kids, we're like, oh, like, yeah, I do want this. But the thing about people is, yes, change is possible, but change is not something that you can bank on. Like mm -hmm. you can't, you can't go into something saying, oh, well, he will change because it is very possible that they won't. Yeah. Um, so that's something that's really hard. And I've even noticed this with friendships I've had, um, where I've had a friend that has a tendency that I don't like, yeah. or they hurt me in a certain way. And at the end of the day, I have to come and say, okay, well, do I love them enough to, if they never change that part of them to continue to have them in my life and invest in them? And if I do, then my part is to put aside like my expectation of there being something different. Yeah. So it's something where I think you have to really think like, okay, if this is my reality, he's never going to want to have kids. He's never going to want to strive to whatever materials you do want in this world. Um, if that is a definite never going to happen, does my like love for him or relationship with him, does it outweigh me sacrificing that part of myself? And is it something that I'm okay? I can't hold resentment from for him. I can't constantly be like, well, you won't let me have kids. So I get to do whatever. Because if you go into a marriage with him, he's been honest with what he wants. So you either have to accept that and say, okay, I'm going in now accepting that this is our life or you have to think about if you're willing to sacrifice those things. Yeah. And that's, that's hard. That's a huge ass. Especially if you love someone and you've been with them for you're so long. You're already invested in them as a person. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. I think what, what has to happen is a really good, hard conversation with honestly, I think yourself and, um, I think you need to think about whether or not having kids is a deal breaker. Um, in my opinion, the minimal thing it I've, I've seen extremes. I don't know how extreme he is. Yeah. <laughs> is he talking like tiny house minimal <laughs> with like nothing? Or is he talking about just like living under his means yeah. and like, like we you know, raise a goat and only drink yeah. the milk. Of <laughs> yeah. our goat. I am. Um, I don't really know the specifics of that. So that's not as scary to me, but um, the kid thing, um, just because I know that I want kids. I know Taryn wants kids. Yeah. Um, that is that is a deal breaker. So I think I would sit down and, and have to have a hard conversation and find out whether or not I really want these kids or if I can live life happily um, with him without kids. Yeah. Um, also, I, I, I do know people change. Um, but you like Taryn said, you can't bank on it. Like I know no. my mom never wanted kids ever until she met my dad. Um, so I do think it is possible for people to change their mind when they find someone that yeah. they are like, okay, like I, I do want kids with you. You know, I think that's a cool thing that can happen, but you can't, you can't bank yeah. on stuff like that. You have to come to a decision individually before yeah. planning something well, cause with someone I mean, else. If that's, if that's what it's going to end up as, right? Like 
if if I have to choose choose between kids or him, that's going to be a deal breaker. Yeah. Well, right now, if that deal breaker happens, it's going to be so heartbreaking. Yeah. But at least it's again, you're not married. You know what I mean? Like, but what's the alternate? Like you go like 10 years into a marriage and then, then you decide that and then you have, you know what I mean? Like now is the time to really just figure it out. And I just want to say, I totally think you guys could work it out and figure something out. That's, that's one side. If not, like, I just want you to hear this. Like you will be okay. Like it's going to be hard and heartbreaking. And I definitely came, you know, at the end of my relationship, like, I mean, we were set, like, we knew when we were going to get married, how many kids we wanted, where we wanted them to go to school, like everything. And it was so hard to start over, but I'm so in love with like the person I am now compared to who I was then. So it's, you're going to be okay either way. So I think take that scariness and pressure off of what you're thinking and just really sit and marinate on like bottom line, do I want kids or not? Yeah. And if I do, and he's telling me he's not going to be there, then that's where you have to make the decision. Yeah. And this might sound cruel, but I think it, it kind of is similar to just the dating process. Um, if you can be compatible in that way. Yeah. If this is something he's not capable of doing, it doesn't have any negative effect on him. This doesn't mean he's a terrible person. No. Yeah. Um, this just simply means that you guys could not do this together. And if you have a desire in your heart to be a mother, um, you have to have an equally um, capable partner to do that with. Yeah. You know, um, ideally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so if you are going into life, like wanting to have kids, then I think the ideal thing is to find someone to help you raise those kids the best way that you possibly can. And if he's not physically capable of doing that or emotionally capable, um, then I think that's your answer. Yeah. But like we said, we're not telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. There's so many outcomes. Like, you know, I know plenty of people that aren't having kids. Yeah. They have dogs. They have a lot of dogs and they are happy with life. Oh, totally. Yeah. It just, that's what I'm saying. It comes down to just Like you need to sit with yourself and really think this over. But I think you need to have a lot of open conversations with him to really chase down like where is this coming from? Yeah. Um, and then go from there. But yeah, because if it came out of nowhere. Yeah, that's that's a weird that's a weird thing. That's you that's something that most people say like right off the bat. Yeah. Like right off the bat. They don't propose to someone until they've had that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Typically. So I would agree with Taryn. I think something something's bothering him. Sounds like it, but started something. But Shay, we support you. We love you. Girl. Um, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine mm-hmm. either way. So um, really hope that this helped a little bit just to kind of like talk out details. Options. And um, we wish you the very best. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to... Hit us with yours. Yes. Um, mine's a little more, a lot more lighthearted. <laughs> um, so that's nice. We'll we'll kind of jump into a, an easier story. This is, um, this one is, this one got me. It's just, just I feel very relatable um, to this girl. Her name is Erica. And she, uh, this is kind of like a longer 
tearing it up. Oh, okay. Is what it kind of is. This is like last last week we had like just a fun yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. This is a fun story. Um and yeah, let's just let's just dive right in. The title is <laughs> I period flushed period my period keys. <laughs> flushed? Flushed. Like toilet? Like toilet. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, let's get right into it. Hello, Ashley and Taryn. Hey girl. hey, girl. Hey, I'm a new fan and I've been binging your episodes oh from the gosh. beginning this whole week. I love your advice and commentary. You both are so precious. Stop it. I don't know why the word precious gets me emotional. Like I just, I'm like, it's, oh, yeah, it it's feels such a so compliment. Real. Yeah. While listening, I thought of my own embarrassing story that I just have to share. I'm so excited. I'm so glad this. you're sharing. My name is Erica. You can use my name because I'm 99% over it, <laughs> <laughs> but I will never, ever forget it. Feel free to retitle this if you want. I just felt like that was the best way to grab your attention. No, I love the title. I think no, that's the I best love title. It. Also, it, it gives you the story without giving you details, you know? Yeah, no, I and love that's it. that's the crucial thing. Some backstory. I'm originally from Washington State, and I moved to Georgia for grad school right after undergrad. It was a major transition right at the age of 21 that I was never really prepared for. And I feel like, honestly, no one's ever really no. prepared for a huge jump like that at that age. But yeah, I, I fully understand what you're talking about. I drove across the country in my beat up truck with my dad and suffered full blown panic attacks the entire way. Oh, baby. I'm sorry. I was supposed to live in my own apartment when I got to Georgia, but I just couldn't handle being alone. I get that. I feel like I've talked to so many people lately who have moved out and realized they couldn't do it alone, which is it's it's interesting because you think you can. Yeah. And then you're just like, wait, I, I like changed my mind. I feel like living alone is something that everyone's like, when you're annoyed with people you live with, you're like, oh, I can't wait to just have my own yes. place. And you can picture it. And then it happens and you're like, everyone's wait, trying to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Help. <laughs> um, she continues. It turned out that my grandma's childhood friend lived an hour away from my campus. So I ended up moving in with her instead. I spent the first six months severely depressed, but I found my best friend, Rachel, and survived my first year of grad school literally because of her. Oh, I love, love that. best friends. She is seriously my person. I love her so much. I ended up making such a happy life in Athens, and I ended up planning to move into an apartment with her and her fiance, Gary, so I wouldn't have to commute an hour every single day. That's nice of That's them. That's cool, yeah. That's a good situation. Okay, so let me set the scene for that fateful day. Oh, no. I majored in costume design. Ooh, Ooh, that's cool. That I don't think I've ever. Dude, I'm always so fascinated when I hear people say they major in things that I've never even known was an option. Never even thought but about. But like, that makes sense. If you're into like fashion, but you don't want to do like Who makes all the costumes? Fashion. Yeah, someone has. To. It's, it's interesting. Okay, so anyways, I majored in costume design. So part of my grad school assistantship was working in a costume shop building garments for a theater production. I had to go into school one day, one day. Wow. I had to go into the school one weekend to do laundry before that evening's show. That night, my friends and I were going to see a play an hour out of town. While they were waiting for me, Rachel and Gary were apartment hunting, so I was completely alone in the costume shop. Oh gosh. Yeah. That sounds scary. Yeah. Right? I was just I was just going to say that that could be the start of a horror film. But like like costume shop the, there's definitely mannequins in there you would think so mannequins alone mm -mm. masks and in like like period style 
costumes. Yeah. Uh-uh. But that's like uh-uh. every scary movie. It's like, oh, you're panning all the costumes. And then all of a sudden one of the masks does that yeah. like turn, you know? And you're like, no. Yeah. Terrifying. Oh, my God. Anyways. I realized at one point that I needed to use the restroom. I grabbed my keys and my phone and locked up the shop since the bathroom was on the other side of the building. That was mistake number one. Oh, dear God. I was wearing leggings, so I didn't have any pockets, and the stall didn't have anywhere to set my stuff. I, the genius that I am, ended up tucking everything under my chin and doing my business. I do that all the time. Mistake number two. Uh Uh-oh. As I stood up, I turned to flush the toilet and pull my pants up. I guess I wasn't paying that much attention, and in a flash, my phone and my keys started falling. <laughs> I can I can like picture oh this. It's like a movie. By pure instinct, I caught my phone, which is probably what I would have done too. Yeah. Thank the Lord, but I couldn't grab my keys in time. I literally stared as my keys were flushed down the toilet and gone in a blink. I was in shock. Did that really just happen to me? I, I didn't even know keys could go. It must not have been like a huge amount of keys. Like if it was a small oh. ring with like maybe three or four keys, I, I bet it could be flush. Especially oh if God. they're like, you know, like university yeah, like toilets that were like, yeah. you know, like airport ones, airport oh ones. God. I can't talk. I automatically thought of how much trouble I was in. One, the costume shop was locked, which meant I couldn't get back in to finish the show laundry that was happening that evening. Oh, crap. Two, my key ring had my building keys, house key, and car key, so I could no longer get into my car and back to my house, which was an hour away. Three, my building keys have a $250 replacement fee for (gasps) each key, which I definitely- (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) $250? That's expensive. Yeah. For what? That's expensive. To replace her building, like where she lives? Yes. It says, oh my gosh, mine was five dollars. <laughs> oh I wonder why it's so expensive. Maybe it's a university thing. I don't know. That's ridiculous. I still feel like that's because it must happen a lot. Maybe that's why All, they're like tired of everyone losing it, so they're like, yeah, I'll just scare them. <laughs> that would scare me. Yeah, she said, my building keys have a $250 replacement fee for each key, which I definitely couldn't afford to pay for all three of them. Yeah, no kidding. Three? (laughs) Um, I had a show to get to in a few hours where we had backstage interviews with the set designer, so I couldn't miss it. In two seconds, my entire evening just crumbled. Poor baby. That's horrible i washed my hands ran into a classroom and literally threw myself onto the carpet crying i called rachel to come to the school to open the shop and pick me up she laughed so hard when i told her what happened but immediately headed over from the other side of town luckily she got to me so i could finish the laundry just in time for us to get to the play on schedule my grandma ended up meeting me at the play to bring me my spare house and car keys so I was able to pick up my car and get home later that oh, evening. That's so nice. I know, grandma, for the win. Dude, people need to like, a spare car key is such crucial. a game changer. It's so crucial. My mom has rescued me at least seven times How many with that. times have you like waited with me yep. at my car because I locked my keys in my car? Yeah. If I like had a spare key that you could have grabbed, just like grab that would have been no, so it's much so easier. true. It's terrifying. Anyways, grandma brought her the key, right? For the win. <laughs> Where was I? Grandma <laughs> ended up meeting at the flight. Yes. Okay. Um, anyways, I had to email our facilities manager about what had happened because I was so scared my keys would damage the plumbing. Oh yeah. I didn't even think about that. Well, I guess you did. Um, I prefaced, I 
I prefaced the email <laughs> with, I'm so sorry. I have to email you this, but dot, dot, dot. My keys got flushed down the toilet. Thankfully, I didn't end up getting charged for the keys because since no one could retrieve them, there was no security risk and the door locks wouldn't have to be changed. Oh, oh interesting. Maybe that's why it was oh, more expensive. Oh, they would have to change. The locks for the entire. That makes sense. Okay. That okay. does make a lot more sense. I was going to say still, that's extremely expensive. Still steep. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> the most humiliating part was having to pick up my new building keys and the dean of the department asking, why did you still flush the toilet once your keys were in it? And then having to explain the whole process of me holding my keys under my chin and flushing before they fell down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was like, wait. But that makes sense because yeah. it was already, the flush was happening. Yeah. For the next two years, my facilities manager would re regularly tease me and update me with, the pipes are fine. Thanks for asking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finished with grad school now and it's been a few years since the incident. So I've definitely gotten enough distance from that trauma. But yeah, for anyone that this might save, just hang your keys on the door hook of the stall yeah. and wear at least one pair of clothing with pockets. I'm so paranoid and cautious now, but really, it's for the best. I cry laugh every time I remember this now, so I hope this made you laugh. I love you both, Erica. Jeez, man. That's I just, I just remember, and it was nowhere near the severity of your situation, but I remember when my, like, work officially, when I had, like, worked there long enough for them to give me a, like, key for the yeah. building. I remember getting it and feeling so like honored that I got the key. Yeah. But then also like, what if I lost my keys ever? That would be terrifying. Cause I did go through a good like five year period where I constantly locked my keys in my car, in car or like yeah. left them in a classroom, you know, like there was a period of time where I was just, I was a wreck oh, yeah. with keys. So I remember like getting it and being like, yes, I made yep. it. And then having the sudden realization of like, oh my God, there's so much responsibility. Well, they make it like, I know with my job, like you have to sign out that you have the key. And like, yeah. um, you know, like when I got let go recently, like I had to return the key and like someone, like a supervisor had to sign that I gave the key back. So it's, it is, there's like a lot of pressure put on like, you have these master keys. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, but if you open or close, like you have to have a key. Geez. So it's just, it's a lot, but dang Erica. Honestly, Dang. I do the whole like phone under chin thing constantly when I'm flushing a toilet and every single time I'm like, why are you doing this? Like you're risking everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what I do? Um, I flush with my foot almost all the time. No, I do too. I've never, I don't remember genuinely, even not, I won't not touch in my house, thing. but anywhere that's not my house. Um, I don't, I don't bend over to flush the toilet. No. I always flush with my foot. But even if you do with your foot, cause stalls are so small now, like mm -hmm. just standing up and pulling up your pants and turning to flush, like you yeah. could drop your phone. You That's know what true. I mean? There's, there's a lot of options. It's but just, yeah. The foot technique is, is a solid option. It's, it's terrifying to think of that happening, but there's so many times where I'm like, yeah. Why are you risking this? And then like, just and set then, it down. Well, you would think set it down, but I remember watching. <laughs> I remember watching. Um, <laughs> this is so stupid. After high school, a lot of the times I would come home and Tyra Banks' show was on. Did you ever watch oh, the Tyra yeah. Banks' show? Yeah, of course. She had an episode once where she was talking about, um, she briefly, briefly mentioned why you should never set your bag down on the bathroom oh, because floor. because of how dirty it is. Yeah. Because of how disgusting it is that they've found actual traces of like feces on the bottom of bags. Well, while we're on this subject. What do you mean? Of feces. Uh, why are we talking about this? You brought it up. No, I don't. 
I was trying to tell you a I'm quick story just, about why you shouldn't set your keys on the floor I'm, and why we go through the struggle of putting I'm it on our chin. I'm backing you up because in an episode of Bones, which I was obsessed with that show, she said your toothbrush is the dirtiest thing in the bathroom because when you flush the toilet, that Fe- how do you say it? Fecal matter yeah. like flies in the air and will land on stuff. Yes. So and like we wipe down our counters or we wipe down different things, but like our toothbrush is usually like wet and like picks up stuff. And I remember when I heard that, I was like, "That's disgusting." Yeah. And that's probably never mind. I'm just I'm gonna stop let's because not, you're gonna freak out. Not, so I'm not. backing you up. So every time <laughs> someone's flushing a toilet, little traces of whatever they dropped off at the pool yeah. are going into the air. Yeah, it's terrifying. So um, <laughs> I remember she said a couple things. If it's your house, she was like, definitely always like close the toilet seat and then flush yeah. is a solid option. Um, and then yeah, it's like. Erica, I feel you. I don't know why we're talking about this. Yeah, I love this I'm because miserable. you brought it up. <laughs> but yeah, I like I, I get why you don't want to. You can't you can't set it down on the floor. It's not an option. So you have to find you know something to do. Um, and the yeah. hook is an option, but a lot of times some places don't have hooks. No, they don't. I hate that because I'm like, where it's do I dumb. hang my purse it's and my jacket dumb. and whatever. There's too many things. We need hooks. Anyways, I digress. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I'm upset. Not at you, Erica. <laughs> at myself. Erica, thank you so much for sharing that. It, I'm that was sure a great there's story. someone listening right now that's like, oh my gosh, I can relate. Everyone has flushed something or dropped something oh, yeah. in the toilet before. It's very relatable. Oh, it's very relatable. Also, um, we needed a good laugh this world right now. I can't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 2020. I can't. 2020. Oh my God. Speaking of freaking the wasps or whatever. Guys. Guys. I'm done. I read the funniest tweet. I forget exactly who said it, but he was like, whoever said that 2020 wasn't bad enough, we should add murderer hornets to the list out loud, <laughs> should go to hell. And I was like, I laughed who jinxed so us? hard. Yeah. That's the most ridiculous straight so out of some, Black Mirror thing I've yeah, ever heard. Someone, I thought of Hunger Games like immediately. Someone, my dad was saying that they just, there's like these type of like, Yellow jackets or wasps hornets. or something. Hornets from Japan. Uh, it was. I think it's Japan. Was it? I'm I don't almost think it was or Japan. Korea. I don't. I actually don't know. Um, but basically, there are these things that are only in whatever country that I cannot remember, and they kill like 50 people a year or something because they're like very like venomous, and they just found. Some of them like in the US and yeah. I was like on the West Coast actually done. Yeah. Like I'm just done. On and the I West said, Coast. if I freaking die from getting stung by one of them, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. As I'm well, dying, what- I will say I'm pissed. <laughs> What's terrifying is we're going into summer, which is when like wasps and bees and hornets actually thrive. So if they're going to be done. like reproducing, they're going to make their way down to California. And I can't, you know, what? I cannot in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I pray against these little <laughs> devils. I can't handle Be gone. Those. That's all I'm saying. You're That's welcome, saying. everyone. I just saved us all. I think we all just agreed and amen to that. Yep. yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to end with a dad joke, and then we're going to move on. But uh, before we do, guys, follow us on all our socials. We have Insta. We have Facebook. We have YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and Taryn also have our own Instagrams. She's yeah, we do. at Taryn Renee. I'm Ash Nicole underscore XO. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my name, but that's fine. <laughs> 
Astrical. I hate it. I'm what was they thinking? No, the I problem, the problem, I'm going to just say it really quick. There's too many Ashleys in this world. There I could not find, I could not come up with the most random like handles. If I wanted my but name like, in it, I couldn't do back it. Back then, the whole EXO thing was so cool. It was cute back then, but who, you know. I just, I, we I'm were going to get tattoos the other day and I was like, Ash, you should get X out. <laughs> she was like, shut up. I was like, I will never. Any who's all. Okay. So, um, what do you call a fake noodle? A foodle. No. <laughs> Good guess though. Uh, fake noodle. Okay. Say not, not a noodle. Not a noodle. That's your guess. <laughs> yeah. Not a noodle. A fake noodle. A poodle. No, can I just say it? Yes. Impasta. <laughs> get it? Get it? Yes, I get it, Taryn. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening, we for being vulnerable, you. and for that good laugh, Erica. I really appreciated it. Yes. Um, follow us. Follow us. Send us emails. With if us. you have a story that you want to share, please send it in. We need yeah. to hear from you, the world. The people need the to people. hear from you. Um, be a part of our UA fam. Join the Facebook group. We have way too much fun on there. Um, actually, I haven't been on there in a minute. <laughs> I'm going to take that back. <laughs> Honestly, too, like, I think YouTube could be, like, a cool place for people to, like, talk to each other, too. So even though right now our videos are um, not, like, of us, actually, it yeah. will eventually get back to there when we can, you know, go outside. But, um, yeah, like YouTube could be a cool spot. I know me and Ash might start jumping on there with a comment section and talking hey to people. Yo. So, um, yeah, if you're like wanting to connect with other UA listeners, YouTube's a good place. Instagram's mm-hmm. a good place. Mm-hmm. Freaking Facebook's a good place, but we love you all. And that's all I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.